0: Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. To you by Thrive Broking, flexible finance solutions for individuals and small
1: business. (laughs) It's spooky Sunday's time with your hosts, Anne and Renata, fresh off the plane only 12 hours ago from New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. And uh, we are fresh and bright, aren't we, Renata? Totally. Yeah, we've got bright eyes and bushy tails just like the possums in New Zealand. And the, the flat ones <laughs> we saw on the road. i would never seen so much oh, roadkill in my life. Oh, baby. They all slept on the road. It oh. was one that, because that's what we say, but because we do a lot of driving. We do travel around quite a bit. And um, Renata gets very distressed. I so do. we just say, they're just sleeping. They're sleeping. And then she drove past that one that was looking very plump. She said, oh, look at that one sleeping. I said, yes, it's sleeping without its head. And she got very upset with me. I did. But there's lots of baby lambs there too. Yeah, to stop it. <laughs> oh. oh, did we have a good time? <laughs>
2: did oh, we, have we did. A, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Did we have any traumas? Yes, <laughs> a few. Yeah. One that I came home with. Well, more to the point
1: you came home without it. Yes.
2: So if you hear a little bit of a, a, a lisp or a little bit of a whistle, um, it's because I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> Uh, it's a long story. It's a long story. Anne bashed me
1: up. I did. She bashed me in the face. I was asleep. I got possessed by a demon. <laughs> and I just, I tried to strangle her. And yep. then I, I went yeah, and poked her tooth out. Yeah, yeah. That's my story. Yeah, we're sticking to that. Yep. We could sell that, you know. We could. If the Warrens were alive, they'd take that case on. Yep. Yep. Oh of I, God! They're I was, already.
2: I was in a haunted place, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'll go with that.
1: Did you swallow it or did you? No, uh, no. You, you've got it. Yes. Did the tooth fairy bring you a coin? N- absolutely. Oh nothing. no! <gasps> oh no! <laughs> oh no! 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 I said it. No! Not after the last show. No! Oh please,
2: no more, please.
3: <laughs> Look, Let's I'm getting on with F this story.
2: There, please. Uh, and please, uh, if, oh, not if, the F word. if I do sound a little bit funny, we'll um, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll we're just, just, just getting on with it. So my and look, we do have a few uh, trigger warnings tonight. There are a few issues we are going to talk about that might be a little bit disturbing to some people so just letting you know uh and pre-prepare um one of the topics is this one i am going to write now and it starts off by saying terrified mum warns parents <laughs> shut up <laughs> hocus pocus two could bewitch their kids through the screen now, a petrified mother has warned fellow parents not to let their children watch the new hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> Do, <maybe. laughs> I picked the wrong topic, didn't I? I'm
1: going to get through this show. <laughs> Which, put your finger in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Which hole? Which hole? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, God, we haven't got through the first corner. <laughs> Cautioning, they, w- w-
2: they could well unleash hell on your kids and in your home. Now, with the movie, I'm going to just not say hocus pocus. <laughs>
1: the movie. <Now. laughs> oh, no. I'd just like to take this moment to thank Thrive Broking for for sponsoring this show. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. We put out quality content every week without fail. I think we've broken up. Oh, we've had a whoop as well. Come on, you now can. Now, streaming. <laughs> I can't listen to it on Disney Plus.
2: (laughs) Many (laughs) parents, you don't know the agony. You have no idea the agony. Many (coughs) parents will be looking forward to revisiting the spooky world of the nostalgic 90s originals. However, there's one mum who won't be turning in as she feels spells could be cast through the TV screen and into unsuspecting families' living rooms everybody loves that movie right well almost everyone a texas mum made waves on social media earlier this week with a viral since deleted facebook post about the movie and its possible effects on children and it's a lot worse than too much screen time or a few scary scenes a worst-case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home, said Jamie Gooch, a mum of three living in Troy, Texas. I
1: bet she votes for the Jesus babies and guns.
2: Ah, uh, all righty then. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices, she goes on to say. Do not watch this film, Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. Like and most any parent, she's careful about creating a safe space within her home for her family. I love everything to do with house and home. I love creating a safe environment for my family and friends to
1: come into, <laughs> into. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. <laughs> and, and Robert, you're not helping quite <laughs> Life of Brian at on. me. <laughs> <what>, centurion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But he reckons you won't say biggest dickers.
2: <laughs> no. uh, I think it goes further than just a movie, it goes further than Halloween. Oh, it does. It's a year round thing. We constantly need to be cautious of what we're consuming. Uh, what we're bringing in and what we're sending out. She said, I believe...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, can I just I'm say, into it. you are so brave. This is I, really difficult for someone who uses their voice in, yes. as a profession yes. to actually yes, <clears throat> yes, to actually have to do this. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm we going. will be
1: starting a yep. GoFundMe account to get <laughs> us some teeth ASAP. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I believe what kevin comes... Uh, In our TV screens, there are things attached to that. I've seen for myself the things that I have watched with my eyes or heard over a TV screen. They become manifested in real life. And then I think, oh my gosh, what did I consume? Gooch admits she hasn't seen the movie. I will stop right. you, lady. Don't even you don't know. How can
1: you stand in and judge oh. something you haven't seen? But has that she heard about it from friends? Well, there you go. Well, she obviously hasn't uh, got enough uh, belief in her own faith to protect her against such evil that she can't
2: watch it. Yep. Which seems like a completely valid reason to claim that a movie will reach into your home and cast evil spells upon your brood. There's been a lot of discussion in my friend group about how the depiction of witchcraft and even the thought of human sacrifice or a blood sacrifice that's needed has been billed as entertainment. Oh, it's fun. fun.
1: Oh, I like a good blood sacrifice. Something
2: that can start out as harmless entertainment can quickly expose your family to some unintended consequences. i oh, just now, Watching
1: the nightly news can expose your family.
2: (laughs) Taking them to church can expose them. Nothing like nothing like hocus pocus. (laughs) Another commentator (laughs) on Twitter agreed. I never watch movies like that. Nothing occult. I don't celebrate death or fear. Uh, No, I don't celebrate fear either. So I don't celebrate Halloween. A lot of this stuff is garbage. But they seem to be in the minority while many more people are busy blowing up their hocus pocus salon inflatables. <laughs> I didn't know you could get any. I
1: want one. Right. I, I need one. Oh, that reminds now, me. I've ordered a, a, a Ouija board, new Ouija board. Okay, I'm not finished. I'm this, sorry. this goes better. Oh, it's it um, better than now, this. Now, um, uh,
2: CBN News Entertainment then writes Many Christian parents are understandably cautious about Hocus Pocus 2, the Halloween themed sequel to the popular 1993 film starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimi. Send us in who you think is the best witch oh. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, or Kathy Najimi. It'd have to be Bette or Kathy. <clears throat> now, that's understandable considering the occultic. Themes prevalence throughout the film, but a recent religion news service article about the handling of witchcraft in a movie might add even more angst to the mix. The original Hocus Pocus emerged in 1993 amid the so-called Satanic Panic. Hang on. Which, which round of Satanic Panic was that know, in 1993? It was in the 70s. Oh, it must the have original been satanic one. panic. Mm. A time frame during which allegations of satanic ritual abuse and other elements ran rampant in culture. Oh gosh, you got the dates wrong, but never mind, that might have been as the third wave. Now reporter <laughs> Heather Green noted the original film reflected <coughs> a negative cultural view on witchcraft, but that the new movie takes a different approach. According to Green in the sequel, Witchcraft is no longer
1: evil well people have finally Here's studied what it actually
2: is she summarizes the changes flash forward 29 years satanic panic is ancient history and modern witchcraft has fully emerged from the proverbial well that's a hard word broom closet legally so well. recognized and accepted as a spiritual path and religion. Tentacles appear on gravestones even in veterans cemeteries. Yes, I Prison remember the fight for that. chaplains host Wiccan circles and sat- Satanists fight openly for religious equality. Occult practices such as tarot, are now openly practised by teens from all walks of life and all
1: faiths. We have teenage (gasps) witches everywhere now. Oh, yes.
2: Now, early... This is good. Now, this didn't happen in Australia, right? Earlier this year, in an unfortunate infusion of occultism, customers using the McDonald's app were able to buy a medium order of fries... Uh, we're given a free McDouble or McChicken and the chance to snag a tarot card reading. Oh, we don't get that in Australia. No, no. McDonald's oh my reportedly God, you can make a fortune. Renowned, right I though. know. You were reader. I know. Get a job at Macca's. Oh. Yeah. McDonald's reportedly partnered with Madam Adam, a tarot card reader with expertise. I think
1: that could be a they them
2: in astrology to offer readings to select astrology? customers to win. Customers reportedly needed to go to Madam Adam's Instagram or TikTok posts to share their zodiac sign and name. With all this in mind, is it really a surprise the latest Pocus, Pocus takes a more friendly view of witchcraft, infusing it with friendly witches, crystals, and other oh, flavors? We're we keeping you awake there, are we? It's even less surprising when we consider there's at least one <laughs> satanic themed cartoon today. Is there?
1: Is there? Oh, which They're one? They're not is talking it? about uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's. uh maybe. I don't know.
2: Now, while many used unfounded claims from the satanic panic era to dismiss worries about evil and the occult, the Bible is clear that these practices, witchcraft, tarot, fortune-telling, although I love to mention that by name,
1: tarot, are very real. I've say it right. It's tarot.
2: And are to be avoided at all costs.
1: Oh, they should have yoga in their meditation.
2: Yes, a pleasant face is being placed on these practices today. Sadly, we also are seeing reports of massive increases in requests for extra exorcisms and warnings from pastors about
1: these practices i've got a story on the exorcisms i was tossing up which one i was going to do and that's just nailed it
2: yep uh there is more but i'm not going to go into it too many s words um yes uh there are no good oh because she um uh, a, an ex-psychic, Jen Nizza, is another person that's spoken out. Now, she she's turned rogue because she used to take money for um, speaking with the dead until she had an encounter with Jesus that changed everything.
1: It was Jesus and he was delivering (laughs) (laughs) her Uber order. There is
2: no good spirit talking to a psychic. They masquerade as your deceased loved ones. Niza said, when it seemed like mum or dad or grandma and you're crying with your client, that seems good and comfortable. But the ex-psychic said mediums are actually convening with evil.
3: Oh.
1: Just the mediums right. or the extra larges as well.
2: All right. Uh, okay. <sighs> Take that with you people. Thanks And so much do with that. it what you will. I thought I'd open on a cracker.
1: Well, you did. We, you've set the standard for the rest of the night
2: now. All right. What did you think of that? Send us a message. Yep. nine zero eight robert
1: Robert's been sending some good comments through there saying right. he's going to get you a satanic mechanic. Thank you. Get you a satanic mechanic. Anyway, let's go into a song. We're going to go to a song. Uh, This is the song that nearly killed us two weeks ago. And I've just mentioned the F word as well. Oh, and yeah. it's this song. So yes. I'm feeling a little bit of deja vu happening here. Uh, our song selection tonight has been chosen by M and her two gorgeous daughters. So thank you very much for sending those through. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Only
0: on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Thrive Broking. Flexible finance
1: solutions for individuals and small business and welcome back to spooky sundays thanks to thrive broking if you're looking for finance without all the scary parts drop emma a line at thrivebroking.com.au and tell her that the spooky aunties sent you and renata oh thank you so much emma where? And the crew at Thrive broke in. Thank you, Emma. I don't know how she listens to this show. Oh, and, and we need you
2: in the studio. Yeah, I think it's Christmas.
1: time. I think it's time. Yes. Well, we, we've uh, they, they are going to be taking a break, so maybe we can get Emma in here on our, our last show. Yeah, we might I be haven't. able to have a party in the studio. Yeah A party, party. We'll have to run that past the boss, I suppose, before we do anything else. Um, but I, mm. I thought I would immediately jump in and follow up on your story that you've just done. Yeah, uh, and of course i'm using one of our main sources for information Mm -hmm. Uh, not the tomato one Mm. boom yeah okay she's not gonna laugh tonight no um Which is the 14 times. Mm -hmm. Now, there is an article in this one, and they are saying that there is an exorcism overload. (gasps) Oh, I can help there. I can help too. I can do a weekend course on people, although they do mention that there's an issue here. I'll just, uh, okay. uh, So they surveyed 120 Italian exorcists, and they took the top 10. Hold on, hold on, back up. One hundred and twenty Italian, Italian, Italian exorcists. Exorcists. They took the top right. ten answers. Uh. And we're now going to try and work out who has the best... It- no, that's that uh. show. Uh, you, you don't even know what I'm talking about, do I you? Oh, I know. I know. I, I thought know it was a really good one. joke. I
2: practiced that no, and I then you broke that, it on I me. I know that joke.
1: Anyway. I know no, that show. Let me tell you about the Italian exorcist. Go, go right Carried ahead. out by the Pontifical Athenaeum Regina Apostolorum, a Catholic university in Rome, and found that the exorcists are feeling overworked they're overwhelmed. And under-supported mm. in the face of massive growth in the number of possessed people out there in the world. <sighs> the poor things. Some exorcists reported seeing 30 to 50 cases a day. Yeah. But said they get little help from their bishops. Oh. The bishops are just having a good time drinking the <coughs> sacramental wine <laughs> yeah. and teaching the little boys how to be <laughs> dup, dup, <laughs> altar boys. Bub, 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 teaching bub. them to be altar boys. I don't dup, know where you're going. Bub, bub. Um, so they also said they needed assistance from psychiatrists to enable them to separate the possessed from those who are mentally ill. Well, that's good. Mm, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, the Catholic Church says the signs of possession include vomiting, vomiting, well, that's... Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. That's that's a big one. Yeah. Who um, thought? Who thought of that? Uh, unusual physical strength. Oh, that happens when you're drunk as well. Uh, and a sudden capacity to speak ancient languages such as Latin, Hebrew or Aramaic Ar- Aramaic I was going to say aromatic but I think you think you're speaking those languages when you're drunk too mm. pretty sure uh, so there is a priest from Sicily that's claimed the demand for exorcisms has exploded It's exploded mm. in Italy mm-hmm. reaching half a million a year. Wow half a
2: million oh my God you could be walking down the street in Italy and walking past a possessed person yes. And that demon could jump. They could straight onto you. They could. I'm not going to Italy. No, that's scary. I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure the ceilings it's, would fall in on us over there. Anyway,
2: no, that's that's terrifying.
1: Ah, uh, uh, well, apparently that's where they're all congregating. They're all heading to Rome by mm. the looks of it. All those possessed people. I must be a war is about to break out there. Oh, it's a, a sign. It is. Um, if we get anyone, if we get a. a Pope called Damien. We're in for it, <laughs> uh, right? So th- they said they're they're concerned <coughs> um, because they've got inexperienced priests or self taught exorcists making errors. Oh, ouch! So the the priests that are coming through are not good enough, and the Warrens. I mean the uh, <laughs> the self taught exorcist, self proclaimed exorcist. You're getting it wrong. You're making it worse. Uh, the the surveyed priests also felt it was unfair that they were expected to conduct exorcisms on so many people with COVID. After Italian Archbishop Carlo Maria Vi- Viag- Viagno opposed shutting down church services to slow the spread of the virus, he said, mm. "God will protect you. It's okay. You keep coming to mass. You keep." Maybe he was possessed by a demon, and that's why he allowed it to happen. <sighs> I can see right through oh. it. Oh, how good am I? Ireland is likewise short of exorcists, with a recent headline in the Irish Catholic, the country's best selling religious newspaper. Oh, we'll have to get our Irish correspondent yep. onto this. Yep. Exorcist trained teams needed in parishes to fight evil spirits. Father Pat Collins a leading Dublin exorcist, and said there's an urgent need for deliverance ministry to help people mm. oppressed by evil spirits as the demand is much greater than the supply. Mm. I think they're fighting a different sort of spirit in Ireland. Mm. You Remember that lovely man that stopped us when we were heading to the fairy mound and said, oh, you've got to take a bottle of whiskey? You, you said that word again, didn't you? Oh. Can you just not? No, third time lucky. Um, and if you are going to take it up to the mound, you've got to leave that bottle of yes whiskey just at the the base of the mound there and. He'll collect it later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, he was a character, wasn't he? Right, when we go into Manila, the Philippines, the Archdiocese is tackling the problem by constructing a centre for exorcism, so I'm possessed, for those who are in bondage with the devil. Oh, they've got fluffy handcuffs happening there. (laughs) I'm going to look that up. Yes, it will be the headquarters of the Philippine Association of Catholic Exorcists, the Ministry of Exorcism, and the Ministry of Visions and Phenomena. And according to the Archdiocese, will be the first of its kind in Asia, if not the world. Mm, Yes. That's a very impressive title. That. that, that, yeah, t- you'd be dead by the time you'd said it. That's no, good. Uh, in the U.S., former Education Secretary Bill Bennett suggested that more exorcisms would be the solution. Now you're going to love this. Okay, they're finally. F- they don't need to get rid of guns in America to solve the mass shootings. They need more exorcists. Ah, oh. because guns aren't the problem. No, um, it's the the, the demons it's possessing yes. people. Yes. Ah, so that, uh, yeah, be the solution to mass shooting, saying that as well as paying attention to red flags shown by potential gunmen, you may need an exorcist too. He went on to say it's a deeply spiritual void, I think, that these young men have in their hearts and their souls, and I think it needs to be addressed. Mm. Of course, if you didn't have the guns, then the demons couldn't get hold of them to shoot people. Oh, look, I think you've got it wrong.
2: I, I think they have it right. I think they have it right that, <laughs> yep, there there are many, many damaged souls waiting to jump into very, very vulnerable people. What are you going on about? I, I don't know. You're I'm making, making stuff up again. People
1: are going to believe that you're being serious <laughs> there. <laughs> So, look, <coughs> we're in a difficult era, I feel, yeah. um, uh, where um, there is so much information out there, but it's not necessarily good information. Yeah. Just because you can find it on the interwebs does not mean that it's a fact. Yeah. Uh, and isolation is
2: growing. Uh, rather than uh, joining and creating community, it's actually um, disengaging everyone, and so there are a lot of people out there that feel totally isolated, mm-hmm. uh, totally not in uh, association with any sort of group, um, feeling as though they are in with a crowd of people that can support them, and uh, yeah, it's it's hard. And look, do people in in these countries reach out because this is the only way they can get attention?
1: Yeah. They become special. You know how we or, talk yeah. about the special syndrome,
2: yeah. or or is it because of the deeply religious belief systems that they have that no one can be mentally unwell. It has to be the work of some sort of demonic entity.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, even in Jesus times, there was people that were having epileptic fits and yeah. seizures, yeah, <coughs> and they were all possessed by demons. Yeah. None of it was medical. No. no. Has anything changed? Yeah. It's a bit mm, of a sad, it sad state, th- is I think,
2: I think we need a song. Oh,
1: let's hope it's a happy song.
2: Oh, we've got Q&A after this. Oh, you've got speaking so, Chat. So <clears throat> if this has raised any questions that you would like to throw at us, and I'm sure there are, um, yeah, send it through on eight four triple eight six.
1: In the meantime, we go into a song and we'll let you know who the first award goes to when we come back. <sighs> Paranormal questions? Well,
0: we have the answers. It's time for spooky chat with Anne and Renata.
1: Oh, I do like a good bit of spooky
2: chat. Yes, and we have all the answers.
1: I I know because we know everything. We're 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 old, we're fat, and we know stuff. (laughs) That's that's going on a t-shirt. What do you reckon? Um, All right, so we did have some. Uh, questions have come through uh, since nine nine 9.41am this morning. They weren't the first, though. Uh, and th- they have asked tarot questions, though, Renata. Yeah, I've, I've got my cards here. I can oh, do one. I can, I can well, do one. Well, let me read all of it out to you mm-hmm. because there's um, two in here. Uh Is the right decision for me and my boyfriend to move four hours away from our families to a little country town? We feel like it's what we both want, but we will be packing up our lives and starting fresh. We are both so young at 20 and 22. Also, is my poppy looking over me? I feel so attached and sad about his passing, even though I was only two years old and it was 18 years ago. I can't help but think he is with me.
2: Oh, well, I'm so desperately sorry for your loss, but know that he is around and absolutely by your side. Absolutely by your side. Um, The main card that I'm going to talk about here is the star card, and the star card offers you new horizons. I don't think it's going to happen Right now, though, um, there must be a very good reason why you want to pack up and leave uh, and go four hours away. Uh, And it really, rather than that being a question, let that be a statement. Four hours
1: is not that far.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's far if you need someone like right away. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like around the block or... You know, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. Um, so
1: it's not another country, though. You
2: be, be aware that it, sometimes you just need a little bit more time to settle. Uh, and, you know, this is a hard one. I, I would need a little bit more information here, but I'm, I'm going to stick with what the star says. And the star says that anything that you wish for right now is, is capable of happening for you so as i said make sure that it is a really good reason for you to be moving and packing up um, whether it might be um, a a better lifestyle or cheaper um, accommodation for you uh, closer to schools whatever that might be Um, family is something that if it is good is priceless and uh, if you need family right now especially with your pa who has passed over uh, maybe you need to just be a little bit closer to them just for a little while longer
1: right thank you renata <coughs> uh, now our first award tonight goes to somebody who texted in at seven eleven a.m they were thinking of us at 10 past seven in the morning renata Boom. I know. Oh, well, Isaac Butterfield's getting an influence on you. Uh it's frightfully good for a Sunday. What a week. I'm exhausted. And they loved getting notifications of all the lives and the podcasts and things that we were doing when we were away. Thank you very much, Catherine. Xena Warrior Princess. Oh,
2: Catherine. Gets our
1: first award we love tonight. You. you are such a faithful follower. We do appreciate you so much. Uh all right, let me go over now. We've got a message from New Zealand. <gasps> do we? We do. When you are confessing sins that were completely premeditated, pray it all away on Sunday, logic. Worst type of religious zealots. And that is Natasha.
2: Hello, Natasha. Hello Hank, you.
1: how you going, girl? Miss your face already. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've both got our special um uh, talismans on around our neck yeah. we're wearing them proudly thank and we you so are, we much we are
2: we are seriously thinking about um coming to Aridale with you
1: well not that you've invited us but no. we'd like to come with you <laughs> we'll just crash <laughs>
2: the party
1: <laughs> let us know when you're going and if you'd like us to come with you and we'll see if we can organize because we've got some uh credits we've got to use for airfares so we might as well all right. Oh, what else we got in here? We've got a very excited Maxine. Now, Maxine, also thank you so much for listening last week. I noticed you did send through uh, a message last week to say that they can't wait. They're going on the 29th of November. What is on the 29th of November, Renata? Isaac's show. We are doing a lot. Not just Isaac. I, yeah, well, Isaac,
2: Claire and the Ghost Grannies. <gasps> did um, you just say it? I did because there's many S's in that and I'm I'm just, I'm just. It's pumping it out tonight. Okay. I'm pumping it out. It's so a seriously good show. It is a seriously good show. Oh, you're actually doing quite well on um, your S's. Yes. And, I think uh, it's the I think TH. I've, I've worked it out. I've worked out how to do it. and uh, say, yes, Say thinking thoughts. S- no. <laughs> I found the weakness. <laughs> so, uh, yes, there are still tickets, I believe. I think there's 30 tickets left for the show yes a show
1: only because the vips are long yes, gone
2: and we are going to uh, be talking about some very notorious people that uh, stayed at maitland jail they stayed for a little holiday they stayed a little while they were very very naughty boys it's
1: going to be very triggering some of the stuff yes, we talk about yes. and i'm actually going to be talking about satan cell yes you are you
2: took that on uh-huh
1: Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Robert is on fire tonight, can I just say. He is going for it Mm. uh, with his um, comments. Old and turning yellow from the sulphur is a suggestion. Can I just tell you that I you know how I had a cleansing in New Zealand? You did. I'm pretty sure that it was the the, the sulphur in the water. Could I ever tell you the story about my mother oh and the Lord, dog here comes the story, oh <laughs> uh, get a wine, get a wine, take a seat, people. My mother always used to like having alternate methods of um, dealing with things rather than go to the vets or go to the doctors. If she could find a, an alternate, she would give it a crack first. You're scaring me, Anne. <laughs> like she'd get radium weed and dab it on what uh, on uh, what would possibly skin cancers until it erupted into a pustule sore and rotted off her face and then it cured the cancer. Yeah. Um, guess what she died from? Anyway, uh, uh, there was another story. Where we had a beautiful Labrador jo- dog, and um, that she thought it was about time he got wormed, so she looked up some alternative worming oh, no. treatments. Don't do this at home. She she found out that you could give sulphur <gasps> to a dog no. to help it get rid of the worms. Oh no. But what she didn't realise is that you're only supposed to give them a pinch yeah, of the powder yeah. on their food. She gave him a teaspoon. Oh, no. That dog could have gassed out the whole of Newcastle <laughs> with the stench coming out of its butt. And the dog was embarrassed. Every time it let loose, it just looked at you with those Labrador eyes and went, I'm so sorry, but I can't control this. And it, it didn't make him ill? No, no, it just did oh. the stinkiest. Blows you've ever? Oh no, that's even worse. We'll say farts. Farts
2: kill people. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it.
1: it. Don't do it. Please don't no. do it. That poor dog was so mortified, and we had to get up and leave the room. Oh, boy. never smelt anything. Anyway, anyway, that goes on to me. I think that because uh, I started drinking some of the water out from the tap, yes. and I think it gave me a cleansing. Ah, okay, <laughs> right. well. which was still going on today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, all right. I think we need to go to a song after that uh, wonderful tirade I've just can we leave that as a list for Bonnie to put on her, the, the mm-hmm. sulfurous pursuits no. of Anne no No. Uh, what have they picked next for us oh a bit of Chris, Christine Aguilera I feel like we're having a um, what's that the shows where they've got the voice or the mm-hmm. it's all the, the winners of these sorts of shows I don't even know what it is what a girl wants oh, oh. I could tell you what <laughs> I want honey let's get on with the song we'll be back after this
0: Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Thrive Broking. Flexible finance solutions for individuals and small business.
1: And you're back on Spooky Sundays with the oldest ghost hunters in the world. (laughs) Anne and (laughs) Renata. (laughs) Now, we
2: did some fabulous uh, investigations while we were in New Zealand. We did. Yeah, we did uh, three. Three investigations. Yeah. Uh, we did one at the Lady Bowen Guest House. Yep,
1: I keep saying Bowen for some unknown reason. Bowen.
2: Lady Bowen Guest House. Uh, then we did one at the uh, Prince's Gate. Gate. Hotel. Yep, hotel. Hotel. And then we did one with the hags at the Lake House Art Centre. Oh, she gets it right in every time. i Now... Um we had planned to do um, maybe one or two more, but unfortunately some of these places were not open during the week uh, and this is what happens when you go uh, to... And
1: you only have so many days. Yeah. We're only really there on the ground for five days
2: mm. because uh, we
1: arrived almost at midnight on the first night and then we left in the afternoon yeah. on the, the, the Saturday.
2: I, I do have to, though, point out that the lakes... House mm-hmm. Art Centre was fabulous.
1: It was fabulous.
2: Absolutely mind blowing. I had
1: two mind blowing experiences. I, I, there, I actually wanted to. There was one of the um, artworks that they had for sale there. I wanted to buy.
2: I did,
1: yeah. Yeah, that it was like six thousand so dollars. It was that oh. beautiful rock that was hand painted oh, by oh, Kel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and put next to an art exhibit. No, oh, bless her.
2: <laughs> um, yes, so uh, we were taken up stairs to the most haunted space. Now, these lovely ladies have been there. Many, many times, and they've investigated, and what they've said to us is that every time they go, something new happens. Something quite different happens, and uh, this time there was us two, uh, and there were four, three, three Mm -hmm. of um, the Haunted
1: Auckland team. Yep, Kelly left early, but... um, We had Ange and we had Natasha. Natasha and Amy.
2: And Amy, yeah. And um Ange was really channeling these spirits. Yeah, she was she was great. She was really fabulous. Is so she, she the, was the
1: small medium? Is that what they refer to as to her page? The small <laughs> the medium? The small
2: medium. She's tiny. She <laughs> is tiny tiny but she's she's so switched on and then we had of course amy and natasha who have been there so many times and have made a great relationship with the spirits that are there Uh, and then there were us two greenies um absolutely never been there before and um, we were allowed to share that opportunity. Oh, small,
1: medium, rare. That's what she is, small,
2: medium, rare. Oh. Yep, there's the live. And um, we had uh, all everything set up. So we had a tripwire. We had a number of toys and things because uh, Amy was trying to connect with the little girl who was there and... Um, and try and get her to come through. It was quite late, though, so I kind of think that it may well have been past her bedtime by the time we got there. Uh, But the gentleman, the notorious gentleman who doesn't like people going upstairs, and guess where we were upstairs? (laughs) Of course, that's where we had. um, Really came in and made himself known on a number of occasions. Mm. Um, But, I mean, one of the best things that I got out of it was this noise that we heard, yeah. which was audible and picked up on a recording,
1: which we hope to share um, on our uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, I had on. actually... I think I had just gone downstairs to set up the yes, live and yes. we just sent you guys out to yes. to be prepared and, yes. and then you've all gone, oh, my God. I've, I've never heard
2: a, a sound that audible before. I, I honestly didn't believe that it was
1: something that could be paranormal. Yeah, it was too real. It That's was, what happened it was to too me. real. That's what happened to me at Maitland Jail when I saw that figure walking ahead yeah. of me. It was so real.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and uh we all heard it, but it got recorded. And it was the weirdest thing ever. I just flipped out. Yeah. I didn't run. I thought no. it was so exciting. No, <laughs> you were, none
1: of you ran. You're all more like what the hell was that? Yeah. It was more excitement. Yes, it was awesome. And then I had a little chat
2: to the man um, while uh, everyone else went away and um, got a few responses until he kind of went, no, that's it. I'm not doing any more. Well, Well, it's
1: interesting. When there was so many people up there, we had a little bit of activity at first and then it just stopped. Yeah. And I think there was just so many people up there. That's because we were just all curious and we all wanted to be there to experience and we all wanted to hang out together as well. Yeah. That was, it's not just the investigation, it's also the friendships and uh, companionship. Yeah. And it's certainly good companionship with those girls yeah they're fabulous yeah oh do you know what we've got to go to a song yeah, we've and, got and got to it's the news sees. we do uh see you right. back soon we will be back after all of this and i have got uh the superstitions surrounding graves and graveyards after this and we'll also have the gorgeous Christie. anyway we'll see you after this break <laughs>
0: It's time to cross back to the other side. Welcome back to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Brought to you by Thrive Broking. Flexible finance solutions for individuals and small business.
2: Welcome back to the second hour of a Spooky Sunday. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: with your hosts Anne and Renata in studio this week. We were missing last week, but that's because we were on a plane. We were
1: on the plane.
2: Yep, heading to New Zealand, but we are now back. We have survived. There is well, no COVID. Point.
1: Renata has survived me for the week. Yeah. Just.
2: Oh look, we've, we've been going together on these jaunty little holidays for over about five, six years now I know,
1: right? We've yep. been doing really well I know,
2: we haven't killed each other yet It was
1: actually, was it four years ago that we did our first international trip? Yeah, Not, not necessarily like today, but we were, because there's memories popping up on Facebook from when we were over in England mm. um, That first time we went together
2: I thought it was more than that. But anyway, look, I've got a story. I mean,
1: we've we've gone to Melbourne. We've gone to all sorts of places. So that was just our first overseas one. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. So I have a story now. I remember this fellow. Um, I did see a story about him. Have you heard of the Coffin Confessor? (laughs) Oh,
1: here we go. (laughs) The Coffin Confessor? Is that the (laughs) one? The Coffin (laughs) Confessor. (laughs) <laughs> Th and f are not going to be good words yeah, for look, you. Coven confessor. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just put your, put your finger in the hole. We're all good.
2: Right. <laughs> Have you heard of him? No. Oh, okay. All right. This is interesting. Uh, so.
1: Was he born in the 1700s that you no, remember? Him? No, no, no. <laughs> Bill
2: Edgar gives the dead their final say.
1: <laughs> S's uh, aren't too I'll ju- bad. I just a, keep going. I'll yep, just keep, keep
2: going. going. For from the afterlife, the restless dead speak. The coffin confessor <laughs> is their delegate. In his hoarse, rugged voice, they deliver their
1: final. I think he was our captain on the flight yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we had Darth Vader. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is your captain speaking.
2: Oh my! It, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so cute. Oh, it was terrible. I've never had a voice like <laughs> it. Every time he came on, it
1: was so deep. <laughs> and yeah, he scared the. He might have had COVID. It.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Getting back to the story. Sorry, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) I digress. Yes, uh, in his hoarse, rugged voice, they deliver their final words to whoever needs to hear them. Sometimes this message is one of love, words that for whatever reason the departed couldn't or didn't say. Sometimes it's to tell the git, Bluffing his way through the eulogy to shut the F up. Oh, excuse me? As far as he knows, Bill Edgar is the only one in this unusual line of business. It's not a job he ever imagined he'd take on. He just happened to fall into it. A dying mate asked him to interrupt his funeral and call out the ceremonial bullshite and brazen hypocrisy that would have had him turning in his grave till kingdom come. The word got out. There was a guy who would do just about anything for the dead. Some people were outraged by Edgar's audacity and some people loved it as the calls came in the coffin confessor was born and he's been helping people ever since not just by crushing funerals but by attending viewings sweeping homes of secrets leaving loving condoms in bedrooms
1: condoms
2: yep all manner of requests really nothing's off limits edgar tells me over the phone a common request from clients is that he visit them in the morgue and prick them with a pin People are just terrified of being buried alive, he explains. The most fun he's ever had on the job? The time he crashed a will reading. The whole family was sitting around gloating about what they were going to get and they got nothing. That was gold. They were the worst despicable vultures. They were in this lady's room going through her stuff and she wasn't even dead. (gasps) That's dreadful. Uh, Yes. So he... (sighs) i'll I'll read on in edgar's new book of the same name and that should be appearing very shortly on the newcastle live radio community page if you want to go and get it i think it'd be a brilliant read. It's called The Coffin Confessor. The
1: Coffin Confessor. I might buy that for my dad. Now,
2: in Edgar's new book of the same name, we meet some of his former clients and get a sense of his unyielding your loyalty in carrying out this final transaction. There's a gay bikey coming out of the closet from the coffin. The lovely old gentleman who needed a sex dungeon nuked before his kids walked in. <laughs> the part therapist, part hooker, whose last wish was to shatter a round drinks to the men she'd taken care of The Coffin Confessor could have been a book just about Edgar's line of work a good book too you get a uniquely devastating understanding of humanity from the all-important messages people aren't able to express till they're ash or underground, but the work is 100-fold more powerful for being a memoir too. I needed people to know that I didn't just decide to rock up and crash funerals, said Edgar. It wasn't like that. It was something within me that I'm capable of doing because of my upbringing. I needed people to know what my upbringing was. In alternating chapters, Edgar shares his heartbreaking story of an incredibly tough life. From a young boy, he was abused, neglected and betrayed by all the people and institutions that were meant to keep him safe. Oh dear. With predators acting with impunity at home and at school, he took to the streets where he used all his resources and smarts he had to fight to survive. Inevitably, he wound up behind bars and chance had it in one of the most notorious jails in Queensland, Boggo Road. Oh yes. That Edgar has not been destroyed by his trauma is astonishing, and it's someti- it's something he owes to his wife, who he got together with at sixteen. She never let me blame myself or forget. It's a lucky thing we found each other so young.
1: I feel like that about Roman as well. I met him when I was sixteen.
2: Mm, yeah. Even today, aside from his children, he doesn't let anyone else get close. There's too much risk. I don't have friends. I have millions of associates, but I don't have friends. He says, my wife says, you're such a people person. Everyone loves you. Oh, yeah, they can F off, he chuckles. (laughs) While he avoids the type of bond that makes outsized claims about his private self, his compassion for other people is the centre of all that he does. More than anything else, he knows the harm that silence can do. As an adult, he started a Facebook page for students who had, like him, been sexually abused at his old school. The page has over 3,000 followers Mm -hmm. through reading. I bet it's got more
1: now. What's the name of the page?
2: The Lost Boys of FFS, I think.
1: (laughs) You might have to say that again (coughs) because Lost Boys of FFSF.
2: F-F-S. I I marked it out because I didn't want to say it, actually. Oh, okay. Um, So through reading The Coffin Confessor, when it was finished, it was hard for him to read it all because he said, I went to some dark places. But writing it wasn't um with the me too movement he saw women coming forward with their stories of sexual abuse he knew there were thousands of men who had their own stories and to right there are shame was keeping them silent but the cost was devastatingly high i went you know what I'm not the kind of man to hide from anything, said Edgar. I've been in situations that have scared the hell out of me. They've caused me nightmares. I've fought some of the hardest men in Australia. I've been on the streets. I've done some of the hardest things. And people then go and say, You're coming out and saying that, is that really something you should do? Yeah, it is. To talk about abuse, I don't find that a fear thing. It's opening the door for other men to come forward and it's not weak. Publishing your story has been an affirmation in this way for him. Writing the book has made me come to terms with what my wife has always told me since I was 16. It wasn't my fault. It's, re- it's reiterated that. It has made me sit up and look at myself and go, you know what? Here's a bit of a pat on the back, Bill. You got there. Don't give up. Isn't that beautiful?
1: That Isn't that is. wonderful? I like it. I wonder what we could get him to do for us.
2: Oh. Now, he actually appeared on Good Morning Britain in 2019 and he got 4,000 requests in a single night uh, to be a, a master of ceremonies. <laughs> uh, and so, what he does is that people who are dying. Um, get him to come over and say i need to say these things or yep. i want you to do these things for me yep. after my death um you have permission to do so and wow. so he goes in and he tells it like it is exactly the way the deceased person wants Straight it yeah uh and uh yeah he does everything so I, I thought that was wonderful and a great story to share i really wanted to share that with everyone tonight
1: Thank you. Mm. I've actually looked on Thrift Books, which is my favourite bookstore. How do you say that, Renata? I can't. <laughs> oh, send Renata some love. The poor <laughs> thing has got a missing front tooth. And it is very difficult when you use your voice professionally. And also your look. You're going to be live on stage with the Butzman and Claire and me. At Maitland Jail, uh, a week on Tuesday. Yes, I can hardly wait. Still some tickets left, live tickets. Yes. Um, Buttsman's got these uh, ads flying around the place at the moment, so you can come and see the show. Uh, He's also left a bit of time afterwards to do a meet and greet Mm -hmm. for everyone who wants photos with him. Mm -hmm. I don't think they want photos with us.
2: No. no. (sighs) Absolutely, But the not. VIPs
1: are getting a ghost hunt with us yes. afterwards. Yes, please will be a come along, everyone. That uh, awesome. Well, that's sold out. They can't get to that one. But we, we, if this goes off well, then we might go and do some other locations. Oh, Renata, what did you touch? I saw that. I saw that. Oh, no, I just saw something flash up on the computer. It's okay. I think right. we're good. We're going to go to a song. We'll take a deep breath. And we'll come back with the superstition surrounding graves and graveyards. Mm. Spooky Sundays with Anne and
0: Renata only on Newcastle Live Radio brought to you by Thrive Broking flexible finance solutions for individuals and small business and welcome back to
2: Spooky Sundays and thanks to Thrive Broking which offers flexible finance (laughs) solutions for individuals and small business without all the say thrive again um i T-H-R-I-V-E. <laughs> thrive, oh,
1: i'm
2: doing very well
1: you are doing amazingly now, well i'm so super proud of you
2: oh thank you um it'll happen to all of us eventually yeah yes and i'll be there pointing my finger <laughs> believe you would you well. put your
1: finger in my hole to no. help me speak <laughs> No, I will put my finger on your hole to help no, you speak.
2: No, that is fine. I can, no. I can handle it. I can handle it. Oh, now, now, you, you have superstitions for yes. us
1: to to talk about tonight. What do superstitions about graves, graveyards, all that sort of thing? Yes. Um, and there are so many. Oh yes. So I've had to just select some for your uh, entertainment tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to read out some. You tell me which ones you would like to hear. If got standing on graves open graves holding your breath around graves coins on the eyes flowers on the graves pregnant women around graves prevent the dead from rising oh i like that one all right Mm -hmm. now this is not what you think it is do you know how they prevent the dead from rising um they put him in a coffin Yeah, well, apart from putting them six feet under, there is another way that they heap them underground, and that is by placing a whopping big headstone. So the headstones actually have a dual purpose it's not just to mark where that person lay, but also to hold them in place. And so that goes back to the 1500s, uh, where they uh, laid to prevent the deceased from getting up and walking away, as you do. That's
2: fascinating. Yeah. I never knew that.
1: Yeah. In Christianity, the faithful will rise when Gabrielle blows the trumpet. Uh, so that was another reason why they wanted to keep him down there. Uh, the Europeans in the 1500s were worried Christians would do this way too soon. So they whacked whopping big uh, headstones over the top so they couldn't climb back out. I like that one. Uh, you may even hear of extreme accounts of the dead's feet being cut off entirely to ensure they couldn't walk from the burial space until the resurrection.
2: Oh, did they just go and pick their feet back up again and stick them on? I well,
1: remember we were in um, uh, St Michael's Mickle's yes. in Dublin. Yes. And there were that there was that sort of stuff going on there. Yes. But that was because it was a giant night who wouldn't fit into the coffin. No, so they broke his bones. They broke his bones to fit him in bizarre oh, we were so close to those
2: coffins we could almost
1: touch well them. we could have touched the skulls if we wanted to but i just didn't want to um that was pre-covid <laughs> Or oh, now you know you shouldn't point at graveyards did you know about that no well in many cultures graves are sacred space and they're often thought of as a place where spirits live and reside in hawaii don't ever point at a graveyard if you do locals believe that a spirit will latch on you not only that but they'll never let go oh. and you'll be stuck with this stray spirit for the rest of your life oh. i think of the amount of times we've got oh it's a cemetery it's a graveyard and we've pointed pull over pull, pull, pull over, over pull over <laughs> um Now, there is also a very common superstition. I'm sure some of our listeners at home have heard of this one, where you hold your breath. Have you heard of that one?
2: Uh, Yes. When you pass a
1: graveyard. If you don't hold (laughs) your breath, you risk breathing in a soul of someone that's died. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of conflicting stories on how this one actually started, but I think it related to God breathing life into adam in the bible right uh to this day people still hold their breaths when passing a cemetery out of fear that they'll take on a soul of someone who has died recently
2: Mm, i go i drive past cemeteries and i go hello
1: no no so do i so do i uh all right what about counting procession cars you heard of that one no well if you've ever attended uh, or past a funeral procession on the way to a graveyard, you may have been tempted to count the number of cars included. Now, according to North American superstition, counting the number of cars could be a risky endeavour. 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 I keep saying... Mm. That's us Block nose. The number of cars supposedly equals the number of days you have left to live. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, In many parts of the world, passing a funeral procession may offer bad luck, though following the funeral procession etiquette wards off bad energy. Mm. You're also giving someone some extra days of life. Yes. Because they're counting it. Yes. Do you know that there were professional mourners
2: in um, the Victorian times that used to uh, follow the procession and they were paid to cry? Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. The, the more mourners that were crying, the better off. The, it the was more so that person, that the person was The more that person was loved, yes.
1: Oh. Um, all right. What, have we got? what about tucking your thumbs? Oh. That's not one I'd heard of either. Oh, no. I'm, I'm getting... Um, Why? Pages muddled up here. Hand gestures across the world vary widely, so it's always important to proceed with caution before doing a hand motion that's normal in your part of the world. In Japan, there's a connection between the word thumb and the word death. They sound very similar, and thumb literally translates to parent finger. Because of this tricky double meaning, the Japanese tuck their thumbs whenever they enter a cemetery or a graveyard. This is to protect one's parents from an untimely death. This practice still continues today and the Japanese don't openly talk about death or invite it in in any way. Mm. Never heard of that. That was a good one. Um, there, there, I've got these other ones over here as well. Uh Uh, These are sort of uh, ones when people have died, uh, like leave feet first. If the deceased was carried out of the home head first, they might look back and call another family member to follow them into the afterlife. Mm -hmm. So they were always carried out feet first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Keeping a lock of hair. Yeah. Now, this is one of your favourite things where, uh, you know, giving a lock of hair to someone used to be considered a sign of love or devotion, um, especially when done before an impending separation. So, you know, they'd give you a a scarf or a a, a snotty tissue or a lock of hair. (laughs) Uh, So sort of in the Victorian period, they'd started to keep a lock of hair from a deceased family member uh, and they would make it into jewellery. And it was called memento mori yeah and you can have jewelry that was made from hair like a mourning bracelet uh hair was used to make wreaths mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. pictures i remember seeing one recently where was that it was very intricate uh and our ancestors believed that keeping a lock of loved one's hair would keep their loved one's close to their heart uh we don't necessarily do that so much anymore uh but it was part of i know that like fingernails and hair and that is dead items but they were attached to that person you could stroke their hair Mm -hmm. so to have a piece of their hair was something that was really nice but i've sort of got off the cemeteries um the graves sorry uh what about we've got time for one more one more one more um standing on graves oh yes a common superstition in north american and England says that it's bad luck to stand on someone's grave you might even have heard the phrase someone just walked over my grave Mm -hmm. and that's when you get that shiver go through your body you've got no idea why Uh, the superstition stems from the discomfort of standing on someone's grave in the Victorian era it was very common to stumble onto graves whenever a new construction project started since most burials took part on uh, took place on private property private property Uh, Today, people still refuse to walk on or near graves for fear of disrupting the dead.
2: Yeah, we get that all the time.
1: I do it all the time as well. I actually... We quite often will go into uh, cemeteries or graveyards and um, I will always, if I'm forced to step to where I think there might be a grave, I will say, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to step on this, but I just need to get past. I'm very sorry if I'm stepping on your grave. To me, it's just a a respect thing. Mm -hmm. I don't do it out of fear, just respect.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to a song. Thank you very much for those. I hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. What are we so up to next week? H. Oh,
1: I'll have to think of what we'll do for the letter H. H. Mm.
2: Okay. Uh, we are going to Coldplay. <gasps> Yellow. And oh, I like it. When we come back, we will be talking to Christy from Magical Moments and Spells and Spirits. <laughs>
1: oh, Press the play the button, Renata.
0: Crystals, spells, moon cycles and more Christy from Spells and Spirits Takes you through different aspects of magic It's time for Christy's Magical Moments On Spooky Sundays
2: And welcome to lovely Miss Christy Who has had a whopper of a day You have Hello. been at the Psychic Fair at Wall's End yep, uh, live your life Rissol, the Wall's End Rissol <laughs> <laughs> the Live Your Life Expo and did you live your best life at that expo, Chrissy?
3: I did. I had a marvellous time. I had beautiful people come and visit me. I had my excellent sidekick Jody helping me out. And um it was it was a great day and I am totally exhausted.
1: Yes, oh, well thank you for coming on tonight. We really appreciate it.
3: That's all right, I'll try and speak.
2: <laughs> we know that people love this segment. They just wait, uh, they wait for it. So, what are you speaking about tonight?
1: Fruit. Who? Fruit. Fruit. Oh, she can say fruit. But you <laughs> told me you're talking about sage. <laughs> she changed yes, my changed my senses. I'm
3: going right. like, too big of a subject to handle uh,
1: okay. tonight. Okay, I'm just going to cross that out, <clears throat> and I'll put in. Fruit! (laughs) Fruit! Tell us about fruit. fruit. I don't have a banana handy, though. Oh, look, banana
3: does give off that big banana energy that you sometimes need for fertility and virility. Um, (laughs) With that, lots of other fruits do have really, you know, excellent magical correspondences. And I guess um, eating coloured fruit as well works with the different chakras as well. So... Um, touch a little bit on those things, but I think the most magical fruit that there is is the simple
1: apple. Oh yes. Historically we have, as well.
3: Yeah. If you have ever cut an apple in half horizontally, you'll actually see that there is actually a pentagram inside the apple. Evil. That's it. Someone's Satan <laughs> with that one. That's that's evil. It
1: did it did poor old Adam in. Eve got him.
3: Yeah good honor (laughs) (laughs) with that. But the apple is definitely uh, a fruit that is linked to love and healing, as in the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So excellent to put into tea. So dried apple pieces in tea is this lovely Spell bag dessert. Um, So just, you know, consuming the fruit, thinking about the intention and the properties that it has, then eating it. Um, we've done banana, they had a whole section by themselves. So again, on your bananas, um it's fun in the supermarket just right like Satan is here. On <laughs> the <laughs> banana and walk away. And in three days time that banana is going to
1: Reveal it <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't don't give me ideas Please don't
3: so, I think that's a beautiful magical to, thing to do To some stranger <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go and get a Peel and carve pentagrams <laughs> on the <laughs> wall <whole now.
3: laughs> Satan is inside um, Blackberries Now blackberries I love blackberries in magic Especially in protection magic So when we think about blackberries the blackberry bush, being that bramble full of thorns, um, mm-hmm. is a good one for protection. So rather than um, you know trying to manage all of those thorns and things like that, just, just eat the berries. Yes. So, yep, drinking the juice or eating the berries can actually be helpful as well before divination um, work.
1: And they're low carb as well.
3: I know, and they're tasty. <laughs> I they're love so
1: them. I know. I take my dad out shopping every now and then and he buys me a punnet of blackberries as a reward. Mm. Aww. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sergey's saying a big shout-out. Hello to you. Hello, Sergey.
3: Uh, next one's the blueberries. So blueberries, other than being really high in antioxidants, which is good for you, that blue colour really links with your throat chakra. hmm So helping you speak your truth, having boundaries,
1: living a life that's authentic and true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've just <laughs> read something that Robert's wrote here, apart from fruit. Um, a fruit a day will keep the doctor away if thrown hard enough. He's just run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're Robert. in fine form tonight, Robert. That's all I can say. <laughs>
3: The next one is cherries. So cherries are really good for our root chakra, obviously channeling that red color, but it's also um, red being for passion and love. But an interesting thing to do with cherries is you could sit by the river or by the ocean or whatever, but as you eat the cherry, think about something that you would like to release and fit the seed into the flowing water along with what you want to release.
1: Oh, I, I'm oh. thinking of something I need to release right now, but I don't think I <laughs> would appreciate I it in here right now. I've still got some of the sulphur from Rotorua in my system, <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: and it's, it's magically brewing in there. It is. Oh. It is. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, so the next one is lemons. Now I think um, I think lemons need a whole section for themselves. Lemons, you can do so many things, but really. That real cleansing comes with lemons. So whether you want to add some to the water it to wash your floors, add it to your um, bath water, um, lemons definitely are very a very potent purifier. Mm. Um, so removing negativity from your house is
1: excellent for that. Uh, Robert calls blueberries Smurf balls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, that's good.
1: He puts them in his a uh, NutriBullet.
3: Right, these snowberries taste like snowberries. Uh, Um. Again, oranges, really good for your sacral chakra, so that really helps with, I guess, promoting healthy um, sexuality. Um, with that, dried orange slices, on the other hand, are good for career and confidence spells. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. I need the dried ones then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can keep the other one.
3: <laughs> with that, and the last one I just want to touch on is pomegranates.
1: So pomegranate,
3: if anyone knows the story of Persephone and Hades, you'll understand the significance of pomegranate with them, but to eat pomegranate is um, to bring in good luck. Yeah. So before eating any pomegranate, make a wish before you eat it.
1: I love cracking open a pomegranate and seeing all those little, little juice balls that are inside there. Yeah, little
2: little jewels.
1: And they're they're so delicious in a salad. You just crack them open and, and pop them and it's just that little pop of taste. Mm. And I think mm. they're pretty low carb as well, aren't they? No, look, I've got something to feed, Let me go over. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, he's come back from holidays and has to go on a diet. <laughs>
3: All of us. I didn't even go when I needed to. Um, oh, let your, a, let's let's not talk about
2: no, it. No, you until don't until need to look her.
1: them up. It's fine. I can look it up.
2: Let's, <laughs> let's not even talk <laughs> well, about it until after. No, she's
1: gone. She's gone to get them now. Oh, so we have tell to tell solve you, the not, problem.
3: They're
2: not
1: like carbs. Oh, poop. <laughs> yeah.
3: Doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but, yeah, the pomegranates, again, you can use them as an offering to of Persephone or you can actually use it... Um, these
2: spells for your ancestors mm. as well. Yeah, those little red jewels. Thank you so
1: much. Oh yeah, I've just looked it up. It's it's um, keto grade. Avoid in v- big red, <laughs> big red. One cup is 25 grams of carbs. Oh. Anyway, so tasty. I know all the good stuff good is is carbs. high uh, mongrels.
2: Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Christy, for enlightening us again. Thank and you, Now so you don't have any more um, shows for this year. Have any more fears.
3: Not this year So I am um, flat out at the Wellness Path, Nelson Bay Doing all of my massage, beauty and healing mm-hmm. So if uh, you want a big
1: so rub by Christy, head out there <laughs> <laughs> She'll rub you long time
3: <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm here? <laughs> oh.
2: So <laughs> that, can you just repeat where you are again? The Wellness hall. The
3: Wellness House, holistic base bar at Nelson Bay. So I'm there four days a week. If you want a massage, a facial, beauty, access bar.
1: Make sure you ask for bar. Christy.
2: The magical yeah. hands of Christy. <laughs> Thank you, my love. And we'll, yeah, well talk cool. to you next week.
1: Yes. All right.
0: Bye. Bye. Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Thrive Broking, flexible finance solutions for individuals and small business.
1: And again, thank you to Thrive Broking for your continued support of two crazy old ladies. Uh, now, we have a few little uh, things to wrap up here in our final death knell moments of the show uh don't forget our brand new podcast diary of a ghost hunter we have just recorded a new episode this afternoon so that will come out tuesday morning there won't be a youtube version of this particular episode because renata didn't want to be seen on camera looking like a bogan (laughs) with her missing front tooth (laughs) So, that is true. Uh, yeah, we, and I couldn't do it to her. I, I think it, it looks cute, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm just a business partner, so what do I know? Um, now, we have our messages from Spirit Show. That's the Rubber Chicken Ukulele Tarot. Was it the Tarot Wheel of Fate, or the Chocolate Wheel of Fate? And uh, we get readings happening with the tarot cards and the Oracle cards. It's a hoot of a night, but also... Awesome information, messages from loved ones from the other side. Uh, We've got one at Gloucester this coming Wednesday night, but you need to ring the club by tomorrow to let them know that you're coming uh, so that they can put the seats aside for you, because they can only take a small number. So uh, they need your names at the door, please. And also our final one for the Wyong Milk Factory will be on the 14th of December. That's the last one for the year. I think we're going to have to have multiple rubber chickens Mm -hmm. and there will be Christmas carols and tinsel. Uh, It's going to be a hoot of a night. Now, I just wanted to raise a little thing I've sort of just become aware of. Um, I like raising little things. Ask my husband. Mm. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, It's getting late. Uh, Auntie Ann's tired. Uh, Since COVID has been dismissed, there's been a culture of Uh, not buying tickets but waiting to the last minute and then buying them at the last minute because you're just never sure whether you're going to have COVID or not. You don't know whether people are going to refund the money. Uh, And it's becoming an issue because there are some... Places and tours that are relying on enough bookings to run the show. If they don't get enough bookings, they can't run the show. So we're in this catch twenty two situation where people are not wanting to book for fear they may- might have to cancel, and then the people running the show have to cancel the show because they don't have the bookings. Mm. And uh, it's it's then people go, Oh, I was coming to that. Yeah. I had a group of ten. I was bringing why didn't you book yeah if we'd known there was a group of 10 coming the the event would have still gone ahead so we need everyone out there to support the live artists who really had no support from anyone during covid uh to start buying tickets to the shows uh and you know let's let's Take the, the weight of this burden all together rather than dumping it on the people who have really suffered the most during this time. Let's get our live theatre, our live shows happening again and uh, support those performers out there and come to the Isaac Butterfield, Claire and Grace Gurney show on the 29th of November. It is mostly sold out, but there's still some tickets left and also our tarot shows. I think I've said enough now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to leave you now. Thank you very much for being so patient with us. Um, thank you for continuing to support us every Sunday. It is Spooky Sunday is the best show on a Sunday night at 8pm. The best
1: paranormal show.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> and um, we're going to see you next week. Yes. And uh, we'll be uh, madly coming back from Trial Bay which is how many, two and a half hours away or something like that? Three. Three hours away. It's a big drive. So that'll be another hoot of an um, episode next, next, next Sunday. Next Sunday
1: we'll be dead on our feet. We yep. will have had a rehearsal for the Maitland Show as well. Yeah. Oh, and we recorded Diary of a Ghost Hunter.
2: So we're going to leave you with a great song.
1: Oh, everyone used to think I looked like Blondie when I was at, um, in primary school and high school because I had this shock of white blonde hair mm-hmm. and blue eyes.
2: Call
0: me. Okay, here we go. Love you all. See Stay on spooky. the dark side. Most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts. But sometimes the facts don't give us the answer. So it's time to call in Anne and Renata. Spooky Sundays, when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable, sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Sunday from 8pm, only on Newcastle Live. Brought to you by Thrive Broking.